At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up? This your boy Lil Duval. And check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. 56% of job seekers say their biggest challenge is finding a job that matches their qualifications, according to an Express Employment Professionals Harris Poll survey. The job search can be a lonely process, but Express Employment Professionals can be your one connection to finding a job that fits. Each year, hundreds of thousands of people find work through their local Express office. Find the location near you at ExpressPros.com. With no fees for job seekers, visit ExpressPros.com. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. Radio. This is Straight Out of Vegas. With the voice of Vegas, your host, R.J. Bell. The pregame show America has always wanted. From the Vegas Strip, here's R.J. Bell. You heard it. I'm R.J. live from Las Vegas. Big Monday, a fun Monday if you're a sports fan, if you're a basketball fan. We're broadcasting live 200-plus FSR stations across this great nation. And you know... We can sit and go, what's the Vegas lead? What's the? It's MJ, baby. It's like we're going back in time. Nothing wrong with that. Nothing wrong with that. In fact, with nothing else on, it's a godsend. So, Jonas, I'm taking the job from you. I know the Vegas lead. It's the MJ doc. I'm going to ask you the question. It doesn't matter what it was. It could have been a moment. It could have been the whole two hours. What was your number one takeaway? It was a Jerry Krause smear job. It was, yeah, it was, uh, let's, you know, throw this guy under the bus and show how we made fun of him and how he was the reason that this, uh, you know, dynasty fell apart towards the end. That's what I took away from it. All right, well, here's the question. Is if they wanted to smear him, wouldn't they make themselves, let's say MJ's, my understanding is a producer on this, he had total control of the footage. 
So it was either you get his approval or it's not happening. So obviously there was some quid pro quo about how what's the tenor going to be. I'm, I'm sure he didn't have like a last cut, but I'm guessing there was a lot of assurances made to MJ that it's going to come out fine for him. If that if he had that kind of control, doesn't the pettiness, it seems, towards little Jerry, wasn't that something that hurts Jordan's uh, position? See, I took it as more they were so annoyed with him to begin with that it felt like uh, all is fair. We can mock him and ridicule him just based on how he's treated us. Yeah, and, and I think at the time, because you're, you're not hearing even Pippen, who obviously still has some strong feelings about it. And again, if you grow up... Uh, so um, impoverished, and then you finally hit the lottery, and somehow you got to go 10 years, or during those years you're anguished over the money. Um, now, we might say, well, that was enough money, but it's like you hit the lottery, you should get paid. And I'm probably against the players more than I'd have to say maybe any other national host, but I think there's times the players, or if anything, seeing this is why we might be seeing the overreaction today when it comes to player empowerment. I mean, I empathize, sympathize with Pippen, at least when it comes to the financial side. If you're the 122nd highest paid player and you're the top 10 at minimum in the league, and that's not just one year, but year after year, uh, I mean, it's hard. Not, I mean, if you ever going to side with a player, isn't it this time? Yeah, no, and I think a lot of maybe the blame has to go back to his agent or whatever. I mean, just the the contract that they took. I mean, my other thing on on this as well, too, is – Jerry Krause is getting a lot of heat for the fact that this contract with Pippen and not rewarding his players and all that. But as a guy running an organization, if you can convince a player of that talent to accept that contract – I mean, he should be given awards. I mean, the fact that he got him to buy it on. I think that it is a sign of the times, as Prince would say, which is that not only did it take that final year, the 97, 98 year, the year that is the last dance, for Pippen to get to the point of demanding a trade or being that aggressive. That literally is two weeks into the fourth year of a running back now in the NFL, right? You already have that. I mean, this is year after year after year. And I get it, but you could end any debate about unfair compensation for players by saying, well, he signed the contract. So I agree with you. It has to be the answer more than it is. But boy, in a way it makes sense. Kraus was looking to somehow move on and that's going to be, First up, we got Fez, but that's going to be my main take is about uh, the whole decision of wanting to move on and how wrong it was. And I lived through it, and at the time, it just felt right. Maybe it was all those years of me rooting against Jordan because I did. And in a way, that is why I think he's clearly the best player ever in the NBA, and I don't think it's really close. And if LeBron's number two, then I'm certain it's not close. And I think LeBron's had maybe the most regular season accomplishment we've ever seen. And you can make the case that all those finals in a row, amazing, amazing. And second, I think it's fair. I don't know. I can't go to Bill Russell and give a great – I can just look at the numbers, right? I I can't go to Wilt. 
but I was nine years old in 1980 when Magic and Bird came in. So I start, you know, the whole tape delay thing or whatever, but I was aware of the NBA and I followed it kind of. By 83, 84, I certainly was following it very closely. And I was rooting against MJ pretty much from the time he came in because even as a kid, I felt like, boy, Larry Bird doesn't jump like that. It's like this guy, I can't be anything <laughs> like this guy, right? It's a whole Steph, Steph Curry thing. And, and even, even if you're the biggest LeBron fan and you swear up and down that he's the best that there ever was, you can't watch what you watched last night and go, well, yeah, LeBron had that kind of impact because it's not even close. Yeah, just, but, but, but I would make the case that, that you're absolutely – if the question is who – impacted the NBA the most, then it's even less of a debate. But, you know, best versus highest impact is – and that's why you got to define your terms. And to me, when you talk about – and we'll have this debate for weeks now, and it's a great time to have it. But if you were around – and, Jones, you were just – let's think about this. So, like, in when, when MJ played baseball, how old uh, were you? Oh, so 94, God. 95, you know. Uh, early uh, 12 years old. Yeah, so you would yeah. just be becoming aware of the NBA and following it. Yeah, so it was really sort of early 90s when I was really starting to understand what was happening. And you remember then as a kid, because if there's any years that feel like the longest years, it's going to be like when you're 12, 13, like a couple years feels like forever, which is a wonderful thing in hindsight, right? And, oh, God. Well, I was going to say my first actual NBA memory was how pissed off my dad was because he was a Celtic fan <laughs> uh-huh. when, when Magic hit the hook shot. And, Ooh, and well, so, that, was, that was like 86, 87, yeah, right? I, 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 for some reason, I remember that. I have a pretty good memory, and I just remember that he was not in the mood to speak to anybody and immediately went out and started working in the yard. Just didn't want to talk. <laughs> At so, nighttime, you started yeah, weeding. I, it just, yeah, it was a, just a different, different <laughs> time back then. Oh, I hear you. Oh, listen. <laughs> There was a dude who lived a couple of blocks down for, or a couple of houses down. We used to come back like his kids and you know, with my parents at like 11 at night from some big, you know, family thing. And he'd be out hedging the hedges. And my parents were like, what's he doing? Is he on drugs or something? You know, like hedging at midnight. I don't know. It kind of seems weird <laughs> even now, to be honest. <laughs> it does. So maybe he was mad about a game, but it was actually pretty much every weekend. So, but RJ Bow straight out of Vegas. My last question to you is, and we're going to go to Fez in this first pass, is the idea that as you grew up, it was like there's everyone else, and at the end of that road, you're going to play MJ, and not only aren't you going to win, it won't even be close. There will never be a seventh game. I mean, that is amazing. Six titles, he never had an elimination game in the finals. I, I, think-, I think there was a handful of any elimination games i think the most maybe and this is the biggest compliment to michael jordan him just leaving the game completely changed the narrative on akeem olajuwon just by leaving because all of a sudden they won yeah you gotta wonder as much as akeem had those moments remember i think and i don't remember exactly they were down 3-1 at least and again i'm not saying that means houston shouldn't have won i'm saying it wasn't like akeem I don't think he would have gotten past Jordan, though you got to wonder if Jordan, and again, we'll get to it, I'm sure, as the weeks go by, the whole baseball thing and the rumors about was it a gambling ban, and Bill Simmons has been in front of that for years. Um, it, it all seems weird. I did think it was interesting, too, when he talked about that hiatus, the way he laughed about it. 
It was almost like he was winking at us yeah. with it. I don't know. <laughs> All right. So Steve Fezzik in Vegas. He's one of the pros who know. Only two-time Super Contest champion, but his second best sport. He originates with the pros in the NBA. Fez, you went to Northwestern. You were a Bulls fan. Um, you grew up in Dayton. Number one impression. All right. I was not a Bulls fan when I started at Northwestern in 1982, RJ. In fact, I couldn't name well, a player. Of course player. not. I couldn't name a player on the Bulls. You got to remember, it was a Bears town. The Bears won the Super Bowl in 1985. And also, it was a Cubs town. The Cubs made that big run in 84 with WGN. And the Bulls were an afterthought. And Michael Jordan changed it all. And this is all bringing back so many memories, going to the old Chicago Stadium. And it was, a, it was like discovering a sport for the first time at age 22. Now, how many, uh, any sport really for you at that point, right? I mean, well, I always loved baseball you were on the growing chess up. I was. <laughs> <laughs> but you love baseball to watch it. I used to listen to baseball late at night. Oh, because you, you, know, you had the big red machine to root for. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yes. <laughs> front runner from day one, baby. So, uh, first off, how many games did you see MJ play those years? I remember his rookie year. Going and watching them play the Celtics now, with a buddy of mine. Were you going for Bird or were you going for MJ? Oh, if we were all all in on MJ, RJ, it was all just right. from from the very start. I know he got picked third, but he just electrified the entire town. So, are you saying they represented that time very well? Uh, the way they depicted it in the doc, the first two hours. I've got to be fair, RJ. I have not watched. I'm the only person in the oh country that's not watched the doc. The, doc me. Doc me by my day's pay. Yes. I'll talk you anytime I want. I don't need your permission. <laughs> All right. Here's what I'm going to do. Because I was going to take a break, but I, I can't take a break off of that. So, so here's what I'll say is I'm going to give my uh, mine is extended. So what I'm going to get to in my main takeaway and we are straight out of Vegas, is the idea I can usually see reasonable people disagreeing. Meaning anytime there's a disagreement, by definition, there's two people that feel differently on some, or at least two groups, two people, whatever. And unless one of them's really stupid, or unless one of them is insane, there's usually going to be a, a, a perspective that that person is right. And then you look at it from the other perspective, and the other person is right. And that's why there's hung juries, chocolate and vanilla ice cream, etc. I still don't understand what Jerry Krause's perspective was. I get what they're trying to say. No one's explaining. You could cut me together. Jonas, I challenge you for tomorrow if you want to try. Any second, any group of seconds, any amalgamation from that last night and give me a coherent reason that... Kraus wanted to break this team up even before the last championship. I get the whole idea that Pippen would have been hard to resign. We can debate. But the idea that coming in after two in a row, it's like, okay, time to pull the plug. And it was like, it makes no sense. No sense. And I get ego. And I get being petty. And I can see. But who? what would be another comparison where – a p man in a position of power would make a decision that was so against what was obviously right because of ego. You hear about, oh, he tried to trade him. Oh, he was going to do it, but he didn't. 
Like, what is the other comparison of pettiness in all of sports in the last 50 years? Um, I'm trying to this think. This is going to be good. We'll take our break now. Okay. I'm going to give you the entire break to think on this. That's right, good. And then, Jonas, I'm going to come in and, and educate Fez a little bit. You know, we could... We could like read the transcript of the dog, but I think we'll get to it before <laughs> before Wednesday. But what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you some numbers that make it clear, in my opinion, the Bulls would have been the favorite to win the title the next year. That's coming up next. But first, Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day store pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations in-store or curbside. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Jonas Knox. He's RJ Bell. And this is the pregame show you've always wanted right here on Fox Sports Radio. Straight Out of Vegas! Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more, right now you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Did you ever play the over-under game with your friends? You know, think I could eat that slice of pizza in under 30 seconds, or I know it'll take you a minute to down that two-liter. If you have, then you're going to love Pick 6, the new fantasy game from DraftKings, an official partner of the NBA. Here's how to play during the NBA playoffs. It's super simple. First, download the DraftKings Pick 6 app, then pick between two and six players and choose if they'll have more or less of a stat, like rebounds, points, assists, and more. Play Pick 6 from DraftKings, the new fantasy app that packs more fun into less time. Download the new DraftKings Pick 6 app now and use code CRSHOW, CRSHOW. New customers could play 5 bucks, get 50 in Pick 6 credits. That's code CRSHOW, CRSHOW, only on DraftKings Pick 6. The crown is yours. One offer per new customer. Minimum $5 first pick set to receive $50 in Pick 6 credits, which are non-withdrawable and valid for Pick 6 use only, expire after six months. Restrictions apply. Limited time offer. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. 18 plus in most eligible states. Age varies by jurisdiction. Eligibility restrictions apply. Pick 6 not available in all states 
states, including but not limited to Connecticut and New York. For up-to-date list of states, visit dkng.co slash pick6states. Void where prohibited. See terms at pick6.draftkings.com slash promos. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. Coming up here in just a couple of moments, we will continue to take a look back at the debut of The Last Dance. Yeah, I got two or three things, Jonas, I haven't heard anywhere else. I think are really key conversation points on a lot of this Jordan stuff. Great day to join us. We are the fastest growing show on Fox Sports Radio. Up over double the audience in the last year alone. Why? Well, you. We appreciate it so much. And when you tell your friends about the show, it really helps. And you can listen all five days a week, 6 o'clock Eastern on the 200 Fox stations nationwide. Right now here in Vegas, 78 degrees and still the neon is off. So, RJ, we've been discussing the debut uh, part one and two of the last dance documentary about the Chicago Bulls from the 90s on ESPN last night. And to me, one of the great questions, if you're a communicator, is how do you explain the greatness of Jordan? If you had 30 seconds, 40 seconds, how do you concisely explain it? Here's a way I haven't heard that I think is pretty good, is if you go back to 1970, from 1970 on, there's been 11 players to do the following, to win the scoring title, or 11 times to win the scoring title and be on the all-defensive team, first team. So you're one of the five best defenders, and you score the most points. 11 times since 1970. The first nine times was Michael Jordan. (laughs) And then Kobe did it twice. So nine times, two for Kobe, zero for the rest of the world since in 50 years. Okay. By the way, five of those nine times, Jordan played all 82 games. So imagine that season. You play all 82, you're the best scorer in the game, and you're one of the five best defenders in the game. Like That's a pinnacle that only one guy's reached, and he did it five times. Okay. Sounds great. What does it have to do with why in the heck didn't they go for it? Why didn't they go for the four-peat? What was... Krause thinking, literally, first year of the three-peat, 95-96, Michael Jordan played 82 games, he won the scoring title, and he was all-defensive player, first one of the times. The next year, he was the same thing, and his third year, his last year, the year that it was time to say, put a plug in it, baby, you're done, he did it again. Led the league in scoring, all-defensive player, and played all 82 games. So during the three-peat, Jordan played 82, 82, and 82 games. I mean, first off, in today's – I'm not – listen, I don't know enough to know about load management and all that stuff. I do know if you look at the finals last season in the NBA, there were two catastrophic injuries. And by that metric, there was only two catastrophic injuries the whole year with any other teams, any other players. There was two up to that point and two in the final seven games. It feels like fatigue's an issue. That could be a coincidence, but man. But MJ, he didn't care. He was like honey. (laughs) He was like the honey badger in a way. He did not care. And think about that, Jonas. If If they were trying to retire you from radio here in 30 years, and you did something three times in your last three years that no one else has ever done ever. And they said, we think you're done, son. 
How do you explain that? Oh, I'd be pissed off. Yeah, but I mean, how do you... I get Jordan's perspective. I'm saying, how could Krause think that was even a real... Unless he was mentally ill, how could he come to that conclusion? I just think he wanted more credit than he was getting, and they alluded I, to it. And I, wanted- well, no, I think they more than alluded to yeah. it, but I'm saying, could you... Could that pettiness, and I guess we've given you the whole break and a few minutes to think about it, is give me the second most petty thing you saw a decision maker in sports do. Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson. Okay. And at that point, to, to take to replace a coach with an elite coach, at least an you know, elite college coach, and then to win another Super Bowl after, I think you're right. That probably is right up there in the battle for two. But you weren't like letting go of Troy Aikman and Emmitt Smith too. It was like, get rid of the coach, get rid of the best player in the history of the game, get rid of, you know, one of the top seven or eight players in basketball all at once because we want to rebuild. He must have been such a megalomaniac. The only rationale is that he felt like that he, he could just do it again. Except he didn't draft Jordan as the doc depicted. Yeah. And oh, by the way. He had the benefit of having MJ there as a drawing card to get all the other players. You think they'd get Tony Kukoc if it wasn't for MJ? Right? He wouldn't have decided to sign there probably. So now the question is, well, how did they do when MJ sat out? Right? The baseball. Well, they didn't even make the finals. So, like, with, with, with Krause, with all the benefit of the Chicago brand at the time, of the most famous basketball team ever, probably still to this day, and he could build a team other than Mike, other than Michael Jordan, that was good enough to be a playoff team. That's a hell of an accomplishment. But you don't have, you know, Steve Kerr said it, I thought, so exceptionally well. Because he's such an intellectual guy, and it was contemporaneous. It was at the time he was on the team. They had a little 30-second thing. You might remember he was near the bus, and he says, uh, they go, what do you do that's different? And he goes, well, you know. And he paused. He goes, well, we got Michael. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's like <laughs> it was that simple and it takes a level of uh, still no one's because if the owner would say, you know, in hindsight, he was insane or he was such a megalomaniac. I think he was making a rational decision. Then you start to hear something. But no one's saying that they're acting like it was a, a, a bad decision, but a reasonable like kind of. Oh, we disagree. I don't understand how you make the case. And I, I mean, in a way, I give that owner credit for sitting there and, you know, you can hear him say, well, he did make that, tra-, you know, all the things to say before he went insane <laughs> that, that, that he was OK as a, or pretty good as a GM. OK. And then there was this. Right. So I don't know. R.J. Bo straight out of Vegas. Any thoughts on that? I, I think that his idea, Jerry Krause's idea was Jordan's still capable, but it's the other guys around him that we want to retool. And they talk, and I've heard, you know, Dennis Rodman was 36 years old at the time, and Scottie Pippen, they felt like his body was breaking down and they were on bad terms. No, no, let's get into that, because I I think you're making a good point, and I actually think that it, it, well, first I'll ask you this, how does that apply to the Zen master? Well, I think that they, as long as they had Jordan, they felt like they were going to be fine, that he could find another coach. And but he at could a certain point, he said, cast. I'm not going to come back without my coach. Yeah, and I think, I think they thought they were going to call his bluff, 
And instead, Michael Jordan just said, I'm out. Little <laughs> Jerry was going to call his bluff. He had a lot of power at that time. Well, you, I mean, again, you got to wonder about the owner and the empowerment side of it. Was he almost sick of the attention? That'd be interesting if he was like, yeah, let's settle this thing down a little bit. But if you actually look at these players now, all right? So it's one thing, I think, obviously, MJ. And listen, if you're a skeptic of MJ... I think it's fair to say that he pro- maybe he got a little benefit of the doubt on an all-defensive team or two at the end. Maybe he should have been second or third team. Okay, fine. Still, he's doing something so few people had ever done, and he's still leading the league scoring. I mean, you know, so he was probably still the best player. Fez, I mean, this is Steve Fezzik, pregame.com. He didn't watch the doc last night. Too busy. <laughs> what, what, what did you watch? <laughs> Nothing. What did you do? I was working on the draft. I was bunkered down. Yeah, yep, 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 yep. Okay, well, that means we're just going to get <laughs> so many pearls of wisdom. Oh, I can't wait. But looking at, and let me kind of make this case to you that I believe that the Bulls would have been a, a slight favorite, not a minus money favorite, but the best odds to win the next year. Now, we know the next year, if you're an NBA fan, it was the lockout year. Jordan apparently hurt his finger. So there was a lot of X factors here. doesn't seem like that Pippen was going to come back under any circumstances. But in theory, you try to get equal value for him. Though Ben Maller right here in FSR, I heard one of his clips last night. He's the overnight fellow. And he said, you know, actually Pippen's horrible financial management is one of the unheralded heroes of the Bulls. Because in a way, you look at Tom Brady taking, you know, 10%, 15% less. And it's like, oh, he gets so much credit. Well, Pippen chose through bad business to take less than half of what he was worth, if not even like, you know, a quarter. And that's all that money could be spent on other players. So in a way, Scotty and his, uh, you know, agent or whatever, his inability to make a decent deal at the time. And I understand he wanted the security, then maybe be contented by it. I don't know. But I know this, all that extra money helped because you got to wonder how they kept signing Kukoc, how Jordan somehow made 36 sticks and wasn't it Jonas shocking I love MJ at this point I mean I hated him all those years but you finally got to respect the guy is when he said Scotty was being selfish and he was making 36 I think it was that last year (laughs) and Pippen was like making one and a half million like, 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 but Jordan could have broke him off five just to <laughs> shut him up. But I guess he wouldn't be own, you know, an NBA team right now if he thought like that. Yeah, he gave him the compliment that he couldn't, uh, there would be no dynasty. He would have no titles without Scottie Pippen. But at the same time, in the same breath, he also said, but he was being selfish when it came to his contract. Oh, my so. gosh. So let's look at how good we're straight out of Vegas, how good this team could have been the next year. So Jordan, we talked about, led the league in scoring. Also made the all-defensive team. Also played all 82 games. Three straight years. No one else has ever done that once. Okay. Now, Pippen. He missed nearly half the season, 38 games, and he would have been 33 the next year. So let's say they would have given him a contract at the beginning of 98, you know, this last season, the last dance. And lo and behold, you got a guy who's, you know, 33 the next year. How much was he going to drop off at 33? Now, if the injuries ended up being something else down the road, maybe. And how do you predict that? Well, not, I'm not saying that they would have won. I'm saying they would have been the favorites to win. So you got Pippen coming back. And, Fez, to me, this is an analogy 
this hypothetical with Brady. So Brady dropped to what? About 19th in QBR, right? Yes. Right in that range. And I asked you, is he going to do better or worse this year QBR? And you've actually swung on this a couple different ways. Uh, on one hand, the case can be made he's only getting older, and thus you continue to think the drop-off, if it's age-related, how couldn't it be for Brady? It's going to continue. But then, on the other hand, you're saying the situation is so much better with the receivers, with the wide-open offense, that that's a positive. So now you're weighing it, right? So here, the question would have been, Pippen's a year older, Jordan's a year older, so that's a negative. But Scotty missed almost half the season. He likely would play a normal amount of games the next year. I think you gain more from having Pippen not just half the year, but the whole year in theory, than you lose from one extra year of aging with Jordan and with Pippen. And with Rodman, listen, he averaged 15 rebounds. How much was he going to drop off? He ended up averaging 11 and a half with the Lakers the next year, and he wasn't all that motivated. Jordan kept him in line, it seems. So, yeah, I, I, oh, good. Well, I think so. And the, the fact that the Bulls were able to win 62 games in that final year with Pippen only playing half the year, RJ, they were four games clear of anybody else in the East, tied for the best record in the NBA, even with only having Pippen half the year. Yeah, so you add him half the year. And then you give, you take away or depreciate in a way, downgrade a year of aging. I think the Bulls are better the next year. Better. There's no way. In fact, do you see, I mean, let me ask you that specific question. Do you trade a half a year of Pippen plus for the minus of a year of aging on everyone, but Jordan Pippen being the one and, and Rodman really? And again, maybe Rodman got replaced, right? Horace Grant became Rodman, became who? I don't know. Crew coach was just turning 30. So is that a good what kind of what side of that trade do you want? Yeah, I want Pippen at age 33 with fresh legs versus a Pippen at age 32. Yeah, and then if you add in even Jordan's aging and Rodman's aging, I think at worst it's a break even. Agreed. And, and by the way, they won the title. So how don't you give and it's funny when you heard MJ talking so passionately. Well, you didn't hear it fast, but Jonas, you heard it, is when, when he talks so passionately, if there was somehow a bat going to be made on it, he would have watched it twice. <laughs> you, I guess you just, you just got to appreciate that he is a gambler through and through, and he's not going to be anything else. I mean, at least he didn't lie and say you did watch well, it. Well, he knew I would have. Do you notice the way he answered? It was like he was being vague enough he could pull back, but if I would have moved on, we would have never heard he didn't, let, he didn't say it. Faz, correct? I, I'll tell the truth, RJ. That's my <laughs> number one directive. <laughs> All right. <laughs> we'll wrap up, Jordan. Oh, by the way, Fez has a best bet coming up. He is good at that. Be sure to catch live editions of Straight Out of Vegas weekdays at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific. Coming up at 12 minutes from now here on FSR, we do have a best bet, your chance to make a little bit of coin here on a Monday night. want to let you know we are brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations in-store or curbside. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. He is the voice of Vegas, RJ Bell. Yes, and let me do a quick hitter here on the idea of San Francisco looking to trade down. Feds, best practices, if you're a, a stacked roster, a lot of picks have less value for you. You'd rather have, let's say, three. If you ask a stacked roster, 
Would you rather have three, let's say, guys that make the team and they're all pretty good or six guys that aren't quite as good? You'd rather have the three guys because the theory is it's going to be hard to make a team like that. So usually what you see is when a team's rebuilding, they want a lot of picks because they're so thin. When a team and, – and I think we all seem to agree 49ers have the best – other than quarterback, the best roster in football. You agree? Oh, yeah, strongly. They're spot on number one in the NFL. And wouldn't you agree? If I just said generically, best roster in the NFL, they have a choice between less good picks or more lesser picks. What are they taking? You want the good picks because there's not going to be enough roster spots open to exactly have right. So yeah. I get that everyone's a lottery ticket, but still, I'm guessing that doesn't happen. I'm guessing that doesn't happen. Quick prediction. All right, last thing on MJ, and we'll have stuff tomorrow too, but a lot of draft too. Here's the thing about how much he's played, and again, presented without comment when it comes to load management. But but this is some of this stuff is incomprehensible. So in his first three or seven seasons, seven seasons he had the second year that was depicted Fez you didn't see it on where he was hurt in the other six years and the other games that second year so if you just take out that one stretch where he was hurt in his first seven years Jonas he's MJ missed one game (laughs) 82 second year 18 82 82 81 82 82 then he missed two games in 91-92. Missed four games, 92-93. Ah, he's getting bad. Then baseball, baseball, 82-82-82. Three years off. Washington first year only played 60. Last season, oh, 82. Yeah. I mean, again, you see it in his eyes, but there was a different thing with him and could you imagine and in a way you see how the intensity sometimes you know spilled over you could say in the hall of fame talk you could say that some of his now listen i'm no mj but i've had my moments of anger when when i feel like we're trying to do something great i'm not talking about this show specifically or you at all but i mean at pregame i get mad occasionally i've gotten better at it (laughs) but let me tell you something when you see the way MJ was after all that success. I mean, if I had 300 mil in the bank or whatever it would be, rel- it'd be hard to comprehend what would be relative to be as successful as Jordan. You'd have to be Warren Buffett. You know, I, I get it. Warren Buffett still wants to make money, but Warren Buffett's not screaming at people in the hallway of Berkshire Hathaway. And Jordan was the best player ever, even at the time. And he's still screaming at people. You could say that's horrible. But I think that's probably part of the reason he was the best player of all time. Final word today on Jordan. Uh, I think that his competitiveness, it's not just that he was competing against other people. He was constantly competing with himself. And that's what drove him, even until the end, playing 82 games at the age of 39 for a bad Wizards team. I mean, I just think he was in competition with himself all the time. Still scored 20 points a game. And oh, by the way, oh, by the way, he somehow ended up his career at 30.1. I wonder how much calculation there was at the end that he wasn't going to go under 30. (laughs) Right. Because that would have he might have came back the next year just (laughs) just to make sure that didn't happen. All right. When we come back, we'll keep it simple. Fez has a best bet. 
That's coming up next. But first, Straight Out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day store pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations in-store or curbside. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. He's RJ Bell. I'm Jonas Knox. This is the pregame show you've always wanted, and it's money-making time next on Fox Sports Radio. Straight Out of Vegas! Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Getting ready to take on spring? Make your first move with the reliable performance and power of steel battery tools. From hedge trimmers and mowers to string trimmers and more... Right now, you can save $50 on select battery tool sets. Real steel. Offer valid on select AK system sets through June 16, 2024. See participating retailer for details. From BBC Radio 4, Britain's biggest paranormal podcast is going on a road trip. I thought in that moment, oh my God, we've summoned something from this board. This is Uncanny USA. He says, somebody's in the house, and I screamed. Listen to Uncanny USA wherever you get your BBC podcasts. If you dare. What's up? I'm John Wall. And I'm CJ Toledano, and we're starting a new podcast presented by DraftKings called Point Game. We're now joined by three-time NBA Sixth Man of the Year, elite bucket getter. Let's please welcome Jamal Crawford to Point Game, King of the Court one-on-one tournament. If they had it back in your prime, do you think he could have took it all? I'm going to be honest with you. I don't think I could have took it all, but I think I would have shocked a lot of people. I think Kobe and everybody in their prime, Kobe would win a one-on-one contest. Yeah, I, yeah, because you got to think, Love he's going to guard. He don't care about guarding. He's going to guard. He's going to exactly. guard. Like, you see him in the Olympics, exactly. he's going to guard. And then on I'm top of that. like that, see that? Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome Sam Cassell to Point Game. I remember you came out from crying tears. <laughs> crying tears. I mean, he was in a culture shock. He's, he's going to withdraw us about winning. Remember what I told you? I said, I said, OG, you think I can get paid and go back and play in college because he ain't need it. <laughs> Check out Point Game with John Wall and CJ Toledano on the iHeartRadio app, DraftKings YouTube, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm R.J. Bell. We are straight out of Vegas. And I'm Jonas Knox, voice of you, the fan. And believe it or not, R.J., even with no sports, we have got a best bet here on Straight Out of Vegas. We know it's not on the dog, the MJ dog. Faz, you better redeem yourself. I plan to, RJ. Offensive lineman taken in the first round. I am betting over six and a half. We got to lay minus 150. So risk 150 to win 100 that we're going to have more than six linemen, offensive linemen taken in the first round. Here's what's happened throughout the month. All these mock drafts that have been coming out have become more and more bullish on offensive linemen. Initially, there was about six expected. Last week, it was about seven. Latest drafts I'm seeing, RJ, mock drafts, 
They're all taking seven to to eight, almost all of them, offensive linemen in the first round. We have a nice margin for error. We're going to go over six and a half offensive linemen, minus 150 in the first round. Okay, you make an interesting point in your notes, which is the way they typically will move odds when they don't want to move a half of uh, pick in this case, a half a game, a half a point, whatever it is, they change the money line. It's like this tighter gradient in between. And you're saying they don't know how to price it. That Yeah, they see that it's moving towards seven. They're moving the money line up to 150 over six and a half, minus 150 over. You're saying they're not adjusting enough. So this is, this is not so much the bookies don't know that the direction is more offensive linemen. They just are unwilling to go to seven. And if they don't go to seven, it's hard to make the VIG enough. Exactly right, because there's a really good chance there's going to be exactly seven linemen, offensive linemen, taken in the first round. I'm R.J. Bush straight out of Vegas. That is Steve Fezzik. Steve, let me ask you a question. There's two stuff. I'm going to talk a lot about the Wonderlick. Uh, You're going to be catching up on the dock uh, tomorrow, and you'll be back Wednesday. Is... How do you value the wonder? Like, you know, again, you're a guy, went to Northwestern, you know, education, academics, important to you. What's your thoughts? I think the Wonderlick is overrated, RJ. Lamar Jackson, Wonderlick 13, won the MVP last year. Uh, Bradshaw, Marino, Jim Well, you Kelly, know, O.J. All- Simpson was a Hall of Famer that killed people. <laughs> so are you not going to have dinner with Terry Bradshaw if he's around? The- the fact that I could name four guys that had horrible wonderlicks at well, all. Who, who, name them. Because I, I want to I hear. This sounds like a good debate on Wednesday. Bradshaw. Because, oh, so we're, we're going back to 1970. That's Jim a good, Kelly. That's a good second one. Okay, so zero Super Bowls. Go ahead. And just Lamar Jackson last year. Okay, so with, that's it. In 50 years, that's the lineup. Well, the, I, how, I did, think how did Tom Brady do? I'm sure he had a fine wonderlick. So you don't know. You don't know what Tom Brady. Oh, I know you can look it up. You don't know. I do not know. Okay. How about Peyton Manning? I believe mid-20s. Yeah, really? Mid-20s, you think? How about we'll go over? Okay. So, to me, I think that it is, there is an element of what is this test testing? And oftentimes, I, you know, if it's the SAT, the LSAT, the MCAT, I don't think these tests always do a great job of testing what they're supposed to. And am I in a position to assess that? No. But if I look at the best quarterbacks in the NFL, and we did this, McKenzie, pregame.com's researcher, we did this way back a few months ago, and we'll pull it out for Wednesday. I mean, you won't have access to it, but is what we're going to talk about is the idea that if you take the best quarterbacks, most of them had at least an above-average score. I don't know how much value there is to get, like, well beyond, you know, like like outstanding, but I think being above-average is very important, especially as the the quarterback game gets more and more intellectual. So to me, we'll talk about it Wednesday, but I don't, I know there's exceptions. I don't think there's many really low score wonder Lake. And now with the small hands, it's piling up for two against them. Straight out of Vegas is brought to you by AutoZone. AutoZone has more ways for you to get what you need when you need it with their free same-day store pickup. You can place your order online and grab what you need today at more than 5,700 AutoZone locations in-store or curbside. Visit AutoZone.com today to start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. If you missed any of today's show, you can check out the podcast at FoxSportsRadio.com. Just search for Straight Out of Vegas, including a best 
bet from Steve Fezzik. The Odd Couple is next on many of these Fox Sports Radio affiliates. We are straight out of Vegas. We will be back tomorrow, 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 o'clock Pacific, right here on Fox Sports Radio. And as always, you can find the show on the iHeartRadio app. Straight out of Vegas! At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. Any college baseball fans out there? If you're traveling to see your team and need a place to stay, two words for you. Graduate Hotels. We stayed at the Nashville location for the SEC tournament. It was awesome. Beautiful rooms, cool vibe, and perfect location. They have over 30 hotels in the best college towns. And get this, they'll give you up to 30% off your stay with code CRSHOW. That's C-R-S-H-O-W. Good at any graduate hotel, any location, up to 30% off. Book today at graduatehotels.com.